Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. This is the time for all of this kind of silliness, a little stupidity, a lot of growth, especially when it comes to your sex life and sexual awareness. This is a a situation here, again, underage, young girl in these adult situations, in these adult environments. Our routine is, you know, we'd, we'd start with oral sex. He'd go down on me, I'd have an orgasm, and sometimes he would do it right, and then sometimes he would, I'm complaining because he wouldn't do it right, and then it would take so long. And I'm like, this guy left me without an orgasm. I was pissed. I remember that. You know, I read this, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember. I remember that feeling, just being like, fucker, motherfucker. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Okay, well, this episode, it's really going to be about a lot of probably (laughs) self-deprecation. I, while I was still unpacking stuff, as many of you know, I made the big move from California to Florida and there's several boxes to go through. So as I'm still trying to kind of go through those last, you know, those last boxes that are out in the garage that you just kind of really would rather ignore because as you put your house together, you think, well, everything I need is here. So what could I possibly be missing? What you're missing are just little things where you, you come across, you go, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Well, what did I stumble upon the other day? But some journals from my teens and my 20s. Oh, yes. Guys, today I'm actually going to read you some excerpts from the shit that I was writing in those days. I guess maybe that's where I got my early desire to want to just keep track of things, have a record for posterity's sake. But I'm just telling you right now, there's this part of me that's really embarrassed to share this, but another part of me that can totally laugh at myself and and doesn't mind a little self-deprecation. So that side tends, that side's winning out, okay? That side is going to win out. And I, I hope you enjoy this. I think it's interesting as I read this stuff, a couple of things that are kind of coming to mind and that have been just forefront for me is as I've done this and as I start to explore more and more, Everybody is going to be doing their own sexual exploration when the time is right. And when I'm talking to people who are in their 20s, a lot of what I'm hearing is the stuff that I'm going to be reading to you, you know, very similar stuff, similar struggles, issues, things that I'm, I experienced as well, but kind of, I'll be honest, I kind of forgot about it. You know, like as I, as I have these different podcast guests on and we do podcast swaps and I'm on their show and they're on mine and we interview each other. When they're asking me these questions or telling me these stories, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like, I can't believe that. That's so odd or strange or how do you get in that situation? And then I'm reading this stuff and I'm going, oh, wait a minute, been there too. And partially I remember it, but 
a lot of it, you know, I've kind of sequestered. (laughs) I've sort of forgotten about it. And I think it's interesting because I make a lot of sweeping, broad, general statements about people in their 20s. And it's never meant to be a put down. But it really is true. It's like, you know, your 20s, it really is the time for all of this craziness. All of this, like some of the stuff I'm going to be reading to you, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Like, I sound like I, I don't know. I don't, I'll let you decide what I sound like. But definitely there's a a maturity level that's lacking, which makes sense because in some of these things that I'm going to read, I'm 17, 18. And it also ties back to the episode I just, the last Q&A I just did where, you know, I said, I've always had this episode in me about uh, the way my sexualities evolved. And when, of course, part of that is, you know, you have to go all the way back to when you're younger. Well, as luck would have it or unluckiness, however you want to look at it, I have this stuff written down. And albeit embarrassing, you know, some of it, it's informative. And it also just, for me, kind of puts the focus on the fact that this is, again, like I said, the 20s, you know, that's not the time to make big decisions about who you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And I know that there's some people that might differ with me on that, but the statistics I think are in my favor. And this is the time for all of this kind of silliness, a little stupidity, a lot of growth, especially when it comes to your sex life and sexual awareness. And I hope that everybody, I know I have, you know, my listener demographic is, I think the biggest the biggest cross-section is 25 to 35. And my sincerest hope is that, you know, anybody in their 20s takes the time they need in their 20s to be figuring this stuff out and who you are and who you are as a sexual being and I didn't have it figured out. And I'm going to read some stuff that clearly points out that I didn't have it figured out. And that's okay. I mean, you know, you come out the other side of it and you're like, whoa, I mean, you really do evolve from this stuff and grow and learn. And that's the beauty of it. So the other side of this too is I recently got, the one thing I wanted to bring up is I, the thing I guess maybe that kind of prompted this episode was I did get a, I get a lot of voicemails and emails, which I'm always happy to get. I love that. Thank you guys so much. But I recently got one from somebody that was clearly underage. It made me very uncomfortable and I didn't respond to him. He left me a voicemail and I didn't respond. I might respond and give a message. But the bottom line is this, I won't be giving advice because the only thing I can say is come back when you're of legal age. Before you're of legal age, you have to be very careful about the who is influencing you and who you kind of let get into your mind and and especially your sexual mind and things that you're formulating, whether that's a person or porn or another adult, anything. Like these are, you know, you really need to be careful about those years. And I don't believe, honestly, even though I know some people don't get great parental direction from their parents on this subject, which is sad, but I still feel firmly that if you're under 18, A, you shouldn't really be listening to this podcast. And B, your parents are the ones to go to for this information. And if you're not getting it from them, you can sort of maybe ask for it, be a little proactive and just take in what they have to say. It's their time to be your parent. Let them do it. Once 
you're of legal age, go ahead and reject the fuck out of it if that's what you want to do. I don't know. But reaching out to somebody who's way past the teens, it's a tough position and a position I don't want to be in. And it's only, and honestly, this is the first time it happened, but it did really make me uncomfortable because I just, you know, I don't feel this, I say in the intro, this show is not for anybody that's under 18. So with that in mind, no offense, if you're underage, please go away. All right. Love you, but go away. Okay. So (laughs) let me see. Let me see. I'm flipping through pages here. Where am I going to start? Oh my goodness. Well, okay. Let's see. I'm starting when I am 17 and I'm talking about a guy that I'm seeing. This was a big scandal who is in my family's inner circle and has known me since I was two and who's age, okay, I'll be honest, the age of my parents here. And he is, I'm 17. He takes me out on our first date. And this is a big secret, obviously. He takes me out on my first date. And I say, our first date, he took me shopping. I spent about $1,000 and got some great stuff. Then we started seeing each other. I'll spend the night at his house and we'd meet and go out all the time. Then the rumors started flying around and we knew we had to keep it a secret. (laughs) God. <sighs> yeah, 17. Mm-hmm. You guys, I ne- you know, I mentioned in that last Q&A that this is what happens to young girls. We, we, are, we are swooped in on. Okay, uh, this is, I, and I also mentioned about bosses. Okay, so I'm talking about a boss of mine here. And I said... He's all over me. I love the way I write. Okay, I'm going to read exactly what I wrote. He's all over me like a cheap suit. Our one night we did fool around on Halloween. I was so drunk though that I couldn't see straight. I even called him bleep. I won't say the person's name that I called him. This was That was my current boyfriend at the time. I was so drunk. I didn't have sex with him though. No way. I never will. I'll never fool around with him again. Now it's hard though, because he's always flirting with me and I have to flirt back because he totally favors me and I get away with so much shit. It's great, but it makes all the other employees mad at me. So this is a, a situation here, again, underage, young girl in these adult situations, in these adult environments. And yeah. Okay. Next one. Now I'm talking about another guy. I'll call him ML. I said, again, these are all, I, I am 17 years old. These, these guys are all early 30s and stuff like that. Some of them older than that. A little bit, yeah. Oh man. Okay. I say, some of them were twice my age, not going to lie. Okay. So I say, now we're on to ML. Oh, I haven't seen for quite some time. I'm starting to think he's dropped off the face of the earth. He's gorgeous, drives a Ferrari and a Mercedes, identical to M's. And that's I'm another guy that I was seeing, older guy. The only way to tell them apart is by the license plates. Anyway, M is 33 and he manages some hedge funds, I think I put here. I saw him about for about two weeks. It was fun. But then he started getting on my nerves. He got jealous when I told him I was seeing someone else. (laughs) And then I tell the story. It goes on that he confronts the guy that I'm seeing, another older guy, the other older guy, the guy that took me on the $1,000 shopping street. I'm like, 
my God, what a dirty little cesspool pond. Like, seriously, this is all the stuff I'm talking about. Like, young girls, this is all before I'm even of age. It's ridiculous, the stuff that that we're exposed to. And this stuff is shaping, you know, it's shaping us as partners, future partners, as sexual beings. And a lot of this stuff, I think, made me <laughs> very very, very grow up real fast. And again, very good at probably talking my way out of a lot of shit because I was always be put in positions I didn't want to be in. Now, again, you can look back on that and say, well, you shouldn't have put yourself in that situation. And yes, but also no, this is the mind of a 17-year-old. So you can't expect them to make adult decisions. They don't. As a, as mature and as much as I thought I had my shit together, when I look and I read this, it just blows my mind. Now I'm also saying, you know, here's a guy, his name is MB, a successful criminal defense lawyer. <laughs> and he's trying to take me out, flirting heavily with me. I mean, these are all adult men, career successful adult men. And I'm just the cross country runner, track runner at 17. I'm a junior in high school. I had my own car, but I mean, I'm just trying to do my high school, get through high school, graduate and start college. And this is all the stuff swarming around me. So I think probably my takeaway from that was I really learned, I mean, it did teach me a lot of things. It made me very quick to observe men's character and things. And probably what that taught me back then was that I had to be, had to have my defenses up and my guard up and just be leery. Be leery because these guys are on the take. They want something. Now, I think there's, you know, of all these <laughs> creepers <laughs> creeping around back then, I think I only, so I, there was a lot, Jesus, there's, I didn't even, like, I, some of these guys, like, I'm, I forgot about some of these guys. There's another guy I referenced too. I mean, like, oh, so many. As I'm reading back through this, I'm like, whoa. I, like, literally, when I say I'm I'm lucky, I have I wasn't raped or dead in a left dead in a ditch somewhere. I mean, maybe some of the, maybe most of these guys were probably too high profile to commit murder, but they would have had no qualms about sleeping with me. And some of them did. Some of them I did, you know, consensually. But but, but that at that age, it's not consent legally. It's not consent. I consented to it. That's what I wanted to do. Uh, that was on a just a just a couple occasions, but. For, for those, you know, for those two guys, there was 20 that tried. It's crazy. And I think this is just really common. I think it's common. And so women kind of grow up really having to be a little defensive and be careful. You know, we really, we really have to be careful. Okay, so now, oh, I know I mentioned before about... <laughs> I did this on the Q&A. I mentioned about how <laughs> basically just being <laughs> sexually harassed, you know, when I was in my late teens and 20s. This was just part of the program. We didn't, ha there was no Me Too. I guess this is what the Me Too sprang from. I never complained about it. I just put up with it. I felt like, honestly, it made me stronger if I, if I really have to say that. But 
I found some things that I wrote about the time from just some of the crappy fucking bosses I had. Uh, Maybe this is why I started working for myself so young because I was just like, fuck this shit. But I say here, R is pissing me off. I can't stand him sometimes. He's trying to weasel his way back into my life. If he wasn't my boss and didn't have me over a barrel, I would never even be nice to him. Gross. He just makes me sick. When he gave me my Christmas bonus, he said, now do I deserve something special? As if, oh what? Because he gave me a bonus for doing my job, he deserves some, I put in parentheses, sexual favors? I don't think so. Let me tell you this. If I stood up to him and told him what I really thought of him, there's no doubt in my mind that I would end up losing my job. I just hate that fucker. So I've got to be smart and beat him at his own game. (laughs) I mean... This is, I'm on to my, now I'm in my, this is, at this point, I'm in my early 20s. I'm going to school. I have this job and I was definitely harassed by bosses in my teens for sure. But this, this guy took the cake. He was really, really bad. He pulled all kinds of weird shit with me. And, um, you know, just the stuff, again, this is like, I think a lot of this has changed, which is great. And I think it's changed and I'm I'm happy for that. But okay, I'll move off of that. I don't want to really dwell on that. But I just, because since I mentioned it in my previous Q&A, I thought, well, let me read that. I I came across it. There's so much here. Oh my gosh. I mean, there's just years and years and years worth of stuff. Like literally I could podcast about every entry. (laughs) I won't though. I won't bore, bore you guys with too much of it. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. This is me talking about a boyfriend and this is in my 20s. And this is good because I here I capture, I'm capturing just being young and trying to find your way sexually. And so I say, there is one problem with C. I would like to get over. The sex is okay, but I need to be more assertive. I can't have an orgasm by just straight sex. And I'm afraid to touch myself in front of him. I don't know why. I should just do it. Who cares what he thinks? He's not doing anything for me while we're having sex. At least M would give me multiple orgasms before he had one. I guess I'm just being selfish, but I'm starting to get frustrated. Something sex is good, but... Oh, the oral sex. The oral sex is good, but it's taking so long. He's not doing it right, and I told him what I like. When he doesn't do what I need, it takes forever, and my orgasms aren't as strong. I got really frustrated after sex this morning. We were having sex... And he does nothing for me. How rude. Excuse me, but I'm not getting, (laughs) I'm not going to expose myself in total daylight for nothing. (laughs) Oh, and now that I think about it, he knew he wouldn't be able to see me tonight. So basically I got no satisfaction today and he did. Okay, this really, this this makes me laugh. Okay, so what's going on here is this guy always went down on, he would go down on me. That Our routine is, you know, we'd, we'd start with oral sex. He'd go down on me, I'd have an orgasm and sometimes he would do it right. And then sometimes he would, I'm complaining because he wouldn't do it right. And then it would take so long. I'm like, I think when we're getting oral sex, it's really fucking hard when you're like right there. You're right there. And then guys, you know, and I spoke about this with Kenneth Play and it was like, 
he said it. And I was like, thank God he said it. He said, guys, when you're doing it right and she's moaning and all this stuff and you're getting it, don't fucking change. Don't stop what you're doing. Don't switch it up. That is not the time to stop. Like keep fucking going. Make her come. Oh, and for some reason, I can't just say that this is guys in their 20s. Like this is, this happens. And so I'm sure women do it too. I try to be mindful of this. I'm telling you, because I know how frustrating this is. Like you do not want somebody stopping when you are ready, you know, just like, please let me fucking come. I'm so close. And then all of a sudden stop the right pressure and the speed and whatever, the tempo. And it, it it's awful. It really is. It's awful to be on that cliff and you're just about to go over. And then it's like, oh no, <laughs> I hate that. And so I was getting grumpy about that. I'm getting pissed. And then I noticed, see, I even said, well, maybe I'm just being selfish. No, I was not being selfish. But that's the stuff we fucking tell ourselves when we want good sex. If we want good sex too, we're like, oh, well, maybe I'm just being selfish. No, I'm not being selfish. Ladies aren't being selfish. If you're having a fucking orgasm, she better have one too. Swear to God. Like that's just, she should have, I think it should be like a two to one ratio. Well, personally, I won't say two to one because actually I like it more. Like I'm, I'm greedy. Okay, I'm greedy. You don't have to agree with me, but at least, two to one. And I was, this was the first time where I was really just like, this is fucking pissing me off. And I was really starting to get pissed off. And I remember this was the same guy that didn't even want me to have a vibrator. When he found out I got a vibrator, a friend of mine on my, I think, 22nd birthday gave me my very first vibrator, the Mr. Bunny, the magic bunny rabbit pearl. Like I think the the dildo that launched a thousand orgasms for women across the world. You know, it had these little bunny ears and these little pop beads. So you got your G-spot and your clit at the same time. And it, oh, it, was, it was awesome. And when he found out about that, he was so pissed. He's like, well, it's like you're cheating on me. Uh, <laughs> I said, well, I guess you better cut, the, you'll be cutting that right hand off because you want me to throw it away. So I was like, well, I'll throw it away, but I guess you're going to be cutting your right hand off because when you're jacking off, you're cheating on me. And don't tell me you don't jack off. So we had some some sexual differences there. And I don't know. I This was probably for me, I think this was the first partner where I was just like, fuck this. You know, and I was about 22. And... I'd had orgasms with other partners and it was mostly through oral sex. And I'd had one other partner at the time prior to that. Like when I when I was 18, I did have one partner that I did have, I did have sex with vaginally. And then I just couldn't replicate it. And so that was kind of my first indicator, but I didn't pick up on the information back then. Again, you know, you're just not getting it. You know, you don't have the, you just don't know. You don't have, you don't know what you don't know, but I didn't know like, okay, certain men have certain stroke game. They have, they do different things. They're not just pounding in and out. You know, they're working different angles and and that there are different angles and that you have a G spot and you can hit certain areas and it makes a difference and all this stuff. And so, you know, all the stuff that really took me really, honestly, all of my twenties to learn, really all of my twenties to learn and then start applying. And then that's when things get really good. And they've just gotten better and better and better since. But this is just, you know, this this is just such a time where most women aren't, haven't fully figured out their bodies. It's not our fault. It's not anybody's fault. It's just like, this is the time you need. You need this time to figure a lot of shit out. Who you are, what kind of partner you really want, what you like and what you don't like and what you really need and how you're wired in the bedroom does not come to you when you're 18 years old or 22 or what, you know, 25. Like, unfortunately, like I said, I look back and I thought, I get it. 
Because people hearing this that are that age are going to be like, oh, no, I, I got it all figured out. I thought that too. All I'm going to say is, I'm not going to say whether you donate. It's just that you are here to evolve and learn and continue that process. And if you stay open-minded, you will. And your sex life will get better and better and better. And your relationships will get better and better. And your the connection and the... It's exciting because it just gets it really... If you stay focused on it, your sexuality in that generic term, and you can throw relationships in there, you know, your interpersonal relationships, whatever, it just gets better and better and better. And so when I read this from 22 and I'm frustrated as hell, <laughs> like this guy left me without an orgasm. I was pissed. I remember that. You know, I read this and I'm like, oh yeah, I I remember, I remember that feeling just being like, fucker, motherfucker. Anyway, we did break up. <laughs> oh, and then I think the other thing that my 20s was about was just having different partners, different, whether they were casual or I had some really, what I thought at the time were very deep connections and they were. It's just that, again, you know, as you move on into the next decade and and so forth, it just, you really discover more and more and more and you go deeper and deeper and the connections get better and the sex gets so much better. Oh, sweet Jesus. It just gets like so much better. Oh, I don't even know. So let me see here. I put, I, I put a little mark next to this one section. What? Who am I talking about here? Oh, I think this was about... Oh, here it is. Again, this is... A, I must have been mid-20s roughly. And I book, Oh, I put a little marker next to this one spot where I said, I ended up taking E home and taking out the whipped cream and giving him a blowjob. It was either that or sleep with him, which I didn't want to do. But I did have fun with him overall. I'm confused. And so I just, and then I, you know, I said, we're supposed to go, we're supposed to get together this Sunday and I had pushed it off. Basically, I blew him off. This kind of stuff happens a lot. You'll sort of like acquiesce. And I had an episode about this. Even I did it once when I was older. It was ugly fucking. Like there's just times where you'll find yourself in a situation where like, eh, you sort of have this, I don't know where you, it's like you don't want, it sounds strange, but you don't want to hurt the guy's feelings. So you'll just like, it's a mercy fuck or a pity fuck or whatever. Well, this is a pity BJ. I'm like, I literally, I do not want to fuck this guy, but I'm like, well, and this is somebody that I saw, you know, off and on for quite a while. And I just, there were just times where I was just like, I was into him and then I wasn't into him and into him. and And it really was me not being into him, but I didn't, you know, but you keep going back because you got to kind of like, it's the weirdest thing. It's like, it's almost like you got to figure it out. Like it takes you 10 times or this could be a relationship, you know, and I get it how people are just like, well, there's something there, but they, they like them, but they don't like them and they're not sure. And they don't know if they want to let them go. And I was just like, oh, because we'd seen each other for quite a while over the years. And, and, but here I am, like, I didn't want to, like, I just didn't want to fuck him. And so people do this. They start avoiding sex with their partners and people that they see and they're afraid to let them go. And here I am giving this guy no whipped cream blowjob because I didn't want him. I didn't want to fuck him. And I knew, I knew, because <laughs> I've done this a lot. I knew, hey, the whipped cream blowjob gets this guy off in like 10 minutes. No fuss, no muss. Boom, I'm out of here. And that's what I was going for. Like eight to 10 minutes. In my car, driving home, getting some beauty sleep. 
But I don't know. I guess I have to ask myself, like, why is that okay? You know, and again, this is just young girl stuff. It's, I thank God, thank God I wouldn't do this now. I mean, literally. But you, I guess you got to go through it. You kind of got to go a little bit to the school of hard knocks. And anyway, I mean, this stuff just goes on and on for years, 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 years. I mean, I pretty much have my whole, I think I've got, well, from 17 to early 30s, all written out. Oh, I tell you what, I need to keep these under lock and key. Like if anybody read this shit, I would be so embarrassed. Now, of course, I've shared it with you because I like you guys and it's okay. But I mean, again, when I just hear myself and I read what I had to say, it's just like... I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. Oh, here we go. I just found something else. I'll show this. I think I mentioned this before when I was talking about my crappy Christmas gifts. I found the one. Let's see here. So I said, anyway, so I tell him it's, oh, 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 this is me. This is after I got a corkscrew from this guy as a Christmas present and I'd been avoiding him. And he's like, what's, he knew some, he points out that he knows that something's wrong. And I, uh, I finally called him back and I just said, it's the corkscrew. <laughs> and, and I said, he of course starts to backpedal. He put a lot of thought into it. <laughs> I'm hard to buy for blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I tell him to stop because I don't want, I don't want to argue about this subject. <laughs> anyway, it's just funny. And then he asked if we can work it out and da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> oh, Lord, 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 Lord. Maybe someday I'll just publish this. And then anybody that wants to just really have a good laugh can read this whole shit. I mean, it's crazy. The stuff you say and the you're so convicted and how much you feel and you really believe it. I mean, you it's because it's your reality at the time. But again, this is just, it's important for people to know. And I know that, when you're younger, you'll hear, you hear me, you know, I heard it too. Like, oh, you know, don't make any big decisions in your 20s. And, you know, you don't, this is the time to just be footloose and fancy. Figure yourself out and don't settle down with one person and blah, blah, blah. And everybody just, you know, everybody wants to buck against that. Or, you know, you really, you might change your mind and you just don't think you will. You think you know what you know and damn it, you're smart as fuck. And I get it. I don't know that anybody could have really argued with me. Although I do have my moments here where I'm definitely open-minded about stuff. But I think about 22 was when I'd had enough from uh, that episode there where I was like, nope, I am not putting up with this no orgasm shit during sex. It didn't happen all the time, just sometimes. And it was not okay. Just not okay. Like, it's never okay. The thing is, it's interesting, right? Where I said that I'm embarrassed. Like I was embarrassed. Like I was embarrassed to, I knew I could reach down and touch myself. I knew, I, you know, I could be on top and I could, I could masturbate, rub my clit, make myself come, but I didn't want to do it. And I think when I finally, after this guy, yeah, after that guy, I finally, after we broke up, I finally just was like, fuck it. And I didn't care anymore. And I, then I started Take in charge, just absolutely take in charge. So at least by 23, I was making sure that no matter what, regardless of his skill level, I was going to get mine come hell or high water. 
I am not leaving here without an orgasm. No way, no how. So there you go. All right. Well, I hope you found that interesting. I just decided that I wanted to share that. I, I just think it's, I mean, literally, I know. And trust me, this is like so small fraction. You know, there's years and years and years and books, books, journals, I should get them transcribed, except for they're handwritten. So that would take a little bit of work, but oh my gosh, how funny to have that and look back. All right, guys. Well, I hope everybody's getting ready for Christmas and getting all their shopping done. I know I have, I think I'm done. I just have to send my cards out and that's it. Call it a day. I hope everyone's staying happy, healthy, safe. And if you have any questions or comments, you know I love hearing from you. You can email me, curiousgirl, at thecuriousgirldiaries.com or leave me a voicemail. And if you go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, you can click on the pink tab on the right-hand side and just let it rip. Of course, the caveat is, guys, you gotta be 18 or over, please. I can tell the youngsters. I got one the other day and I was like, ooh, not gonna touch this. Just not something I wanna get into. All right, thanks everybody. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.